This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard. You got the cane. Oh. I got the cane, cane, cane. We Listen, gotta get some. We gotta get some sound effects up in here. Sometimes I dream we need in color. Like a ding. Remember that time we? I got the bomb sound effect and I dropped it while Miss Deborah was speaking <laughs> <Yeah>. by accident. <laughs> no, no, we have to do the sound effects. You just have to make sure they're properly timed. Yeah. <laughs> So Stanley dropped a bomb while we had a guest on the line. Yo, and I was just I, like, what? These are the sound effects that I want. A bomb dropping. The, the gunshots. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, Miss NRA. <laughs> I don't know pow, about pow, that. Pow, pow, pow. Pew, pew, pew. So what happened at JFK when, like, I think some shots was like, gunshot, gunshot. And then they were like, oh, my God, there's real gunshots and at JFK. So make more fire. You yeah. said bullets running past their road. It was like. Aggressive black people. <laughs> Basically. No, guys. So we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you were just tuning in, we just finished the news roundup. Who finished the news roundup? Well, Stanley Fritz, myself, Selena Hill, Alyssa Fuchs. We have Monty the intern. He didn't say anything. He just stared intensely. And our dreamer just walked into the studio. Do you know why he did? Because he's a boss. And I love that shirt, by the way, sir. That it brings out your wokeness. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys. He, he just brought up the fist, the fist, by the way, guys. You'll meet this dreamer in a couple of minutes. But before you meet someone who is interesting, you're stuck with me for at least 30 minutes. That's right, guys. So I'm here to talk to you today about what is going on in our world. And what is going on particularly in our world? Well, as we speak, Donald Trump is somewhere telling a group of white people that he will tell you later on in the news that was a group of black people that what do the blacks have to lose by voting for me? I care about the blacks. The blacks are super important to me. And then all the black people who are there will nod because they have been drugged up or they're not paying attention. And he'll say that he will do everything he can to help those communities. And while he is saying that, 20,000 families in Louisiana, particularly in Baton Rouge, will have been displaced with a good majority of the families that have been displaced would be black and Latino people. And Donald Trump, what will he say about that? Well, he'll say, well, that's pretty tough, but it's not my problem. They should have taken care of themselves. And why is this something that's important? Well, Donald Trump is not actually important. He's not relevant to this conversation at all, but I thought it would be a good way to kind of show you just how bad of an elected official he is and he can be. The bigger issue is that right now in Louisiana, we have flood water that has reached 31% of the homes in Baton Rouge and the eight surrounding areas and parishes in Louisiana. It is such a crisis at the moment that we have roughly 110,000 homeless people and we have already valued $20.7 billion worth of damages. And before you think, wow, this is really bad, this ain't, this is barely touching Katrina. New Orleans has become one of those states that suffers from lots of overheating. So it was already a hot state, but now, pardon me, Louisiana. It was already a hot state, but because of climate change and warmer temperatures, they have even hotter days, which means they burn more electricity. And who gets affected? Poor people. And because these natural disasters are becoming more intense, and Louisiana is also a state that's right there by the water, they see a lot more flooding. And why are these things happening? Well, a regular person would tell you that it's happening because of climate change. A regular person who believes 99.9% of scientists would tell you that it's happening because of global warming and rising sea levels. But a Republican or someone who doesn't believe that climate change is a thing because he believes that you can posit climate 
and belief into the same thing, even though climate is something that we can check through science and research. He believes that you can posit those things in the same pocket, that none of these things are happening. And because they believe that none of these things are happening, we are seeing record temperatures in places like Texas. We are seeing places like South Florida at at this rate, probably going to be submerged underwater by the year 2050. We are seeing places like Alabama having 85 more days where the weather is uncomfortably hot than usual. What does that mean? Imagine if you're in New York City right now, and you know we went through this heat wave for the last two weeks, how bad it was. Imagine that plus additional five degrees, 85 extra days throughout the year. Yeah, that's what it is. So today on this show, we'll be talking about Louisiana. We'll be talking about climate change. We'll be talking about how it affects these communities and why, for the life of me, we can't get some real action put on around these issues. Real <laughs> action like a... <laughs> Sorry. I resent that, Alyssa. I had to, I had to clear my throat. Yeah, something to clear your throat? All right, cool. And honestly, Alyssa, she, she she was coughing, but her cough sounded like something that was the answer to my question. But we'll really break that down. We won't just throw the blame at Republicans. We'll actually ask the question of why are they pushing back on this. We'll ask the question of why are people who live in these communities pushing back on this. And we'll ask the question of what can we do about it. And hopefully at the end of this conversation, we'll have a call to action. We'll have some answers. And we'll finally put some work in. Because if not, your favorite cousin in South Florida might be your favorite mermaid in a couple of years. <laughs> it's true. So, guys, just to start this conversation off, um, what were your first reactions when you heard about this flood in Louisiana? So, when I heard that Louisiana received 30 inches of rain in 48 hours, and it wasn't a hurricane, it wasn't a storm, they didn't even name it, right? It was just supposed to be a rain event, and all of a sudden you see... All of this dramatic flooding, mm-hmm. and it turns out that this was the worst storm since Superstorm Sandy here on the East Coast in New York City. And I'm just like, wow. So then I started looking at the videos, because you know, at this time I was in DC. Yeah. I came back and I'm looking. No, no, no. I was in New Jersey. I came back. I started looking at the video. I started looking at the videos and I'm seeing everything underwater and like people are being displaced. People are, you know, they don't know what to do. They're losing their homes. And then I'm also hearing about the the wildfires in California. And then we're still like we had this heat wave in New York City and we had record breaking heat in the month of July, like across the nation. And I'm like, it just makes too much sense that this is climate change and we actually need to take some action. But nothing is being done, and it's it's so frustrating. And, like, I pray for everyone that's being affected right now, but things need to be done, and I just, like, can't sit back anymore. I, that, that was my reaction. Thank right. you, Alyssa. I mean, well, my reaction is sort of like that of not really being surprised due to the fact that, you know, climate change is a real issue, and one of the things that is related to climate change is an increase in weather events, and especially in heavy rainfalls, extreme floods, or just extreme weather events in general. As Selena points out, um, wildfires that are out of control, uh, the heat dome scenario that we had here. I mean, these are all things that are, scientists say, a 90 97% of scientists say directly related to a change in our climate and, and the increase in the temperatures and the increase in climate over the past, uh, you know, over time. Um, so when I hear about these extreme weather events, like these are not very surprising to me anymore. In fact, they're becoming the norm. And so there's nothing outside of the the usual when I hear about them. I mean, just to give you an, some example, Louisiana joins five other states, most of them in the South, that have experienced deadly flooding within the fa- past 15 months. That includes Oklahoma, Texas, South Carolina, and West Virginia. Um, in the past three months alone, there has been floods in Maryland, West Virginia, and Louisiana that have killed dozen of, dozens of people and caused tens of thousands of, tens of, thousands of 
dollars of damage to homes and vehicles. Um, Louisiana received as much as 31 inches of rain last week, which is staggering. That exceeds the amount of precipitation. Pre- precipitation, sorry, that the the Center for Weather, the National Weather Service, predicts that usually occurs once every thousand years in that area. I mean, so you're seeing these weather events that are supposed to occur once every thousand years, and yet they're happening every single year. I mean, that tells you something. It's not like, oh, well, it's just warm today. Like, something's going on, and 97% of of scientists say it's climate change, and we're causing it, and yet we have so many people in the South, in particular, um, that are like, nope, not climate change, or yes, it's climate change, but we're not causing it. New Orleans does not have the major keys. Selena? And what also is extremely frustrating, like you heard the statistics that Alyssa just gave, right? Mm-hmm. Media is not talking about that. We're so focused on the Olympics and Donald Trump that this has almost been under the radar. And even the Red Cross has um, complained that they're not receiving the amount of donations that they need because people don't know about it. They're well, not the hearing about it. Well, well, let's just say people who are trying to like help this community and help Louisiana. Yeah. And like the governor was on um, CNN this morning just pleading for help. Because people aren't caring. They don't care. I mean, and the science is so simple and so basic. Warm air holds more water vapor. So the warmer the air is, the more water vapor is going to be held in it. And the more water vapor that's held in the air means the more precipitation you're going to get. If you know anything about basics of how rain works, you know, and how precipitation forms, a cloud gets too heavy. And when the cloud gets too heavy and can no longer hold the water vapor that's in the cloud, you get rain, right? The cloud has to dissipate the water that's in it. So if more warm air means more water vapor, if you have climate changes going on and it's constantly warmer, then you're constantly having more warm water vapor in the air. And so these you're going to have more and more precipitation events. I mean, it's such basic, easy science stuff that you learn in ninth grade. Yeah, you're right, Alyssa. So guys, I mean, if I you were to... Yeah, I, learned, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you were listening, but we learned <laughs> that. So guys, if well, you were... I learned it in eighth grade because, you know, oh. I was oh, special. Oh, she you was advanced. Nice, she was in Long Island at that time. No, I, yeah. I took advanced placement courses and stuff like Bowling. that. But yeah. We didn't have that in my school. So guys, if you're just tuning in and you want to call in with a question or comment or even a curse word, no, no curse words. I'll drop button is weird. The number <laughs> is... <weird. laughs> the number is 212-650-6903. Again, that is 212-650- Alyssa is talking about the warmer it gets, the more water you take up. Let me tell you what's happening in Southeast and Texas. So Southeast and Texas could, the Southeast and Texas could see 14 times as many days over 95 degrees each year over the next 10 years. Some regions... You'll also see 124 additional days of 95 degrees or higher. What regions are those? Florida, Mississippi, St. Louis, New Orleans. Guess where a lot of these storms and floods are happening now? Those same places. By the year 2050, Mississippi is expected to see 33 to 85 extremely hot days, which means days 100 degrees or higher. 33 to 85 extremely hot days of 100 degrees or higher in Mississippi. That tells you something like Alyssa has been mentioning before. So, guys, I don't want to get too bogged down in the science. The science is very important. But the bigger conversation I want to have is talking about why we have not seen more aggressive action. So I'll give a shout-out because in New York right now, we are pushing to get to, um, I think, this 50% renewable energy by the year 2030. And what that means is right now we're using fossil fuels. So we're using oil, we're using nuclear energy, we're using um, natural gas, which 
I'm going to put heavy quotes around natural gas to provide energy in the U.S. So by the year 2030, we want to be using more wind energy, solar energy, hydro energy, all these different forms. And New York is really pushing towards that, but a lot of states are not. In Mississippi, they don't have a plan. In New Orleans, they don't have a plan. In Texas, they plan to, pl- to pray the, the climate change away. They if didn't it even say exists. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that look says it all. Yeah. You know, but it's not, here's the thing, right? It's not just that these states individually aren't doing anything about it. It's that the attitudes of the people that are in these states and also the attitudes of their elected officials is also affecting us on the international level because we have a president that went to France to sign a climate accord with other countries. And then we have senators and representatives that come from these southern states, in particular the states that are most being affected right now by climate change, that are saying, well, when the next president gets elected, if it's a Republican, we're going to undo this climate accord and we're going to pull out of these things that the President Obama, who we hate because, you know, blackity black, black, right? That, you know, we're not going to get involved in any of those things. And so, like, you know, it's not just at the local level. Yes, there's a lot of stuff at the local level and, like, states aren't doing things individually, but also it's the attitudes that you have coming from those politicians affect us at a national level, affects us being able to do things like the Clean Power Plan, which, you know, is now on hold. carbon emissions. Right, which is now on hold because of lawsuits by southern states that, you know, that, that obviously the last act that Scalia did before he had a massive heart attack and dropped dead at a ranch in Texas was to stay Ew. the was to stay that the 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 president's climate plan, um, and so you ha- and these states are bringing lawsuits, and they're also saying that they want to upend the international accords that we're getting involved in. So it's not just the local. I mean, we're seeing this from the local all the way up to the international level. They are in such denial that climate change exists. They think it's some kind of conspiracy that's made up by liberals to steal their jobs and make their jobs go away and affect their economy, and that we're all like, and you know, all these other things that they come up with to justify their science denial but it affects all of us and it's even affecting them and they're not they for some reason are so naive that they don't have the ability to comprehend that they are helping to contribute to this huge problem um, because of their denial. So, guys, real quick, the Clean Power Plan is a president in the EPA's plan to reduce carbon emissions in the U.S. by 20% by the year 2050. The way they do it is that they empower states to come up with their own plans to reduce those carbon emissions. 22 states filed a lawsuit to block the president from doing that, and the Supreme Court decided to let that lawsuit stay, which means that you cannot begin implementing the plan. Some states are continuing to implement it anyway because they expect the, the federal government to win on this one. So states like New York, which is trying to go to... Um, 30% renewable energy by the year 2050 and places like that. So that is what the Clean Power Plan is, and that's what Republicans have been doing to it. So when we come back, we'll be talking about some of the other things Republicans have been doing to kind of push back on this fight for getting green energy and trying to stop climate change in the U.S. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. We'll be right back. There's hundreds of fun and simple things you and your family can do to live a healthier lifestyle. Here's 20 of them. Walk to work, walk the dog, have the dog walk you, take a hike, take a bike, skate, dance, hop, jump, do the Humpty Hump, skip seconds, skip dessert, skip, skip, skip to my loop, don't skip breakfast, drink H2O, lower your sodium, raise the roof, shake your booty, stock up on vegetables, and don't forget to eat them. (sighs) Search We Can online to find more ways you and your family can get healthy together. A message from the Ad Council, HHS, and NIH's We Can program. Snake! Uh-huh. All the way up! Snake! Uh-huh. I'm all 
what you need. Something, 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 climate change. Eating fried chicken with Hennessy. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR. This is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Selena, Cat Daddy, Boss, Leontay Hill, and Alyssa, Mother Love and Smart as Hell, Loyally Fuchs. And if you are just tuning in, we are talking about the issue of climate change and why there is so much pushback in the South and from the Republican Party to actually address it. And Alyssa has a comment from someone on Politically Preposterous. If you want to give a comment, you can always comment on there or you can call us at 212-650-6903. So this comment's from Donna Willis. She says, if you still deny climate change, you aren't just comprehending. I'm sorry, but what will it take? If this is a quote-unquote act of God, well, then that's his way of telling you about climate change. It is time to start acting on the science of climate change people. You know what? And that comment, thank you so much for leaving that, for listening and leaving that comment. Um, That comment actually leads me to what I wanted to say because besides the politicians who have a lot of influence over what happens, obviously, legislatively, you have a lot of religious leaders in the South, those on the Christian right. And FYI, I'm speaking as a Christian myself, but when you have, when they continue to say that this is happening, it's an act of God because he's punishing people for being gay or he's punishing people for sin, I'm just like, it blows my mind. And that's another reason why so many people are refusing to invest in green energy or even to try to find a job there. And I think that instead of like continuing to push this agenda, we need to just say, like, I think God is punishing us for ruining earth. Like. I want to I want to push back just a little bit. I would not call these people true representatives of Christianity. Uh, the Christian right. The Christian right. I would not call them true representatives of Christianity. I would call them buffoons and people who hide under the veil of religion to push their ignorance. And I would also say that even though you have um idiots on pulpits like that and idiots in D.C. like the Republicans, there is some real pushback around climate change because of what people think it does to their jobs. So when you're talking about places where like all they've ever known is coal work. They've been coal miners and now all of a sudden the coal industry is dying away and they they don't have jobs anymore because people don't want to invest in renewable energy. They feel like that the reason they're losing their jobs is because people are pushing for climate change and stopping that work. When you have somebody who grew up in Texas all their lives and they were making good money off of oil and now the, the price of oil has gone down significantly because of natural gas and other things, they're getting mad about that because all they hear is, oh, because liberals are pushing for climate change, this is why they don't have jobs. There's some real frustration behind some of the people out here. And it's not all just through ignorance or just, you know, will, willful well, yeah, just willful ignorance and buffoonery. There's, there's actually some real, like, issues. Right. So how do we get to a space where we can address those issues while still pushing for climate change? Well, I mean, the thing that has to be addressed is, you know, there are some real issues. I mean, I won't get into the religion stuff because you already really touched upon it, although I do think that has something to do with it. However, but with respect to the job thing, there's some real concern here. I mean, if you, your whole life, if your father was a coal miner and his father was a coal miner and his father was a coal miner in West Virginia, for example, and you are growing up and you're going to be a coal miner and all of a sudden these coal mining jobs that used to exist are now not going to exist because the government is turning around and saying we want to transition into green energy coal is one of the dirtiest forms of energy on the planet we don't want to use coal anymore and of course your first reaction as a, a fifth generation coal miner is going to be well, what am I supposed to do? You know, the only thing that I've ever known is being a coal miner. Everybody in my family has been a coal miner. What am I going to do? And that's a real concern for a lot of people. And that plays into the denial, which is if we deny that humans, putting aside denying that climate change exists altogether, if we just deny that humans are causing it, if we say, yes, it's happening, but humans are not causing it, then that puts us in a position to say, well, then don't take my job away because coal isn't what's causing it, right? So when we turn around on the opposite end, we say, no, 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 
don't know. But coal really is a big factor in what's causing climate change. And then you have to be able to find a way to connect with this person to explain to them that that coal job, it's going to go away. But guess what? We're going to find you a new job working in green energy. And that's part of the way we have to approach this. Because if we just start to vilify coal miners and, and, you know, and people that work in the oil and the gas industry, you have to realize these people make their livings doing this. The oil, gas, and coal industry is huge. It employs millions of people in the United States and internationally. When you start talking about getting rid of the oil, coal, and gas industry in order to deal with climate change and switching over to green energy, you're going to have a whole lot of people going, oh, no, that's my job. So what has to be done is to figure out a way to transition these people into green energy jobs to explain to them that even when coal mining goes away, there's still going to be a job for you, and it's going to pay you just as much, if not more, as what you're getting paid now. And guess what? You're still going to be working in the energy industry. You're just not going to be mining coal anymore. You're going to be doing something else. No, you're absolutely right, Alyssa. And Bianca Marley, who is listening, she tweeted us, and she says that there's not enough folks getting affected to encourage the change, climate control. So she's saying that, you know, people here on the East Coast probably aren't paying attention to what's going on in Louisiana. See, I find it to be the exact opposite, which is people, more people, are. people on the East Coast, people on the Pacific Northwest, people that live in regions that tend to be more liberal care a lot about this issue and care a lot about how it's affecting not just the Northeast, but the South, the rest of the country, and the planet. Whereas the people who are being directly affected by it living in the Southern states are the ones that are denying it the most, and they're actively help working to fight against us northeast liberals for the most part and the 97 percent of scientists that agree that this is happening so it's like you are your own your own worst enemy kind of situation as far as i see it oh the irony oh the irony so i mean i just want to add on to what Alyssa was saying before uh, i read that comment and it's true like the oil and gas industry does employ a lot of people specifically in louisiana but if you think about it what they're doing is ruining the gulf coast itself so it's like you can make money or you can you can prevent your child from or your grandchildren from not having like not being able to 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 have like a place to live so i mean it just doesn't make any sense i mean that's my final word on this thing before we close out this segment which is people have to realize like this isn't just an issue that's going to affect you and your job this is an issue that's going to affect your children your children's children their children i mean you have to think about the world that you want to leave for those people that are related to you that are your family members that are your children and your grandchildren the world that you're going to leave behind for them even when you're gone. It's a situation where you have to be less selfish and more selfless and think about the other people that, you know, and and the social contract and the people living in this society, both that you are related to your kin and, and the kin of other people. Because at the end of the day, when you're gone, this issue will still be around. It's still going to persist and it's going to affect your loved ones and the people that you really care about even once you are no longer here on this planet. So we do have to close up this conversation, so I just want to kind of leave you guys with this. Today, well, maybe not today, but throughout this week, the temperature will go pretty high, and you'll turn on your fans, and you'll turn on your ACs, and you'll be burning all this extra energy. This way, you can make sure you are staying cool. Your electric bill will come in, and it'll be a lot higher than you expected. You have to find a way to pay that bill because you can't go without power. And while you're doing that, there'll be someone who's going through that same heat wave, but they can't afford an air conditioner. And maybe all they have is a fan, and they're on the top floor in their building, and the air gets really thick, and they have asthma, and they won't be so lucky. 
So whether this impacts you 20 years from now or impacts your grandchildren or impacts their grandchildren, it's impacting someone right now. Someone you know, someone you don't know, someone you walk past every single day. Climate change is very real and it is touching the lives of every single person here. And yes, there is a fear of losing jobs and losing your livelihoods, but it does not have to be that way. So let me tell you a little secret right now. At this moment, through the green economy, there are hundreds of jobs that will pay you $60,000 a year or higher, or at least $18 an hour if you're doing hourly wages, and all you need is a high school diploma and some basic training. The green economy does have jobs that we can go to right now. The problem is that we don't have enough people in Washington willing to invest in them. So what we need our government to do is to put stricter rules against climate change against these companies like ExxonMobil, who knew that the climate was changing from 1989 and was putting out fake science and junk reports to say that it wasn't. We need to make sure that we are putting funding into the communities that need it the most. Communities like Northern Manhattan, East Harlem, Inwood, Mississippi, South Carolina. Put it in those communities and invest in green projects over there. Get some wind farms in Long Island and let the people who live in that community be the first ones to get trained and hired for those jobs because we can have a green economy, we can save our environment, and we can make sure people have good paying jobs all at the same time. It is all very possible we can take care of our grandkids and make sure that our kids right now are fed as well but it's going to take us to hold our government accountable and stop sipping the garbage Hennessy that the Republican Party and other climate deniers are giving you because all they're doing is lining their pockets today while you and your children die today and tomorrow. So guys, we're going on a quick break. When we come back, it will be the Dreamer and Doer segment. You can dream about doing some stuff. He's going to show you how to get it done. I seen your girl post a beam, so I hear her in the DM. All oh, eyes, yeah, I see him. Yeah, this your man. I hate to be him. W H C. 